0: Good morning. More than uh, 25 years ago, a group of alumni contributed to the university to continue a tradition that is uh, held every year in conjunction with this Santa Lucia celebration, and that is the awarding of inspiration awards, one to a student and one to a member of the faculty, staff, or administration. The criteria for selection are pretty simple, people who have steadily inspired others toward intellectual and spiritual growth while at Cal Lutheran. It's an honor reserved for those who strive for faithfulness in their lives and their work and contributions to this community. And once again, it's my pleasure, joy, and honor this year to present these awards to two very deserving people among many deserving people on this campus. Let me start with the recipient of the Inspiration Award for a faculty or staff member. This person is singularly focused on students in her mission to empower them to not only work but to advocate for justice in our world. Whether leading a retreat for students to equip them as role models and leaders of projects for fellow students or for executing flawlessly a service day for more than 500 first-year students or traveling with students on domestic and international service-learning excursions, she remains focused on each and every student's engagement in learning and serving. You might have had the opportunity to learn a new card game from her, like Nerts, a game of wild and crazy competitive Team Solitaire. I'm still not sure about Team Solitaire, but that's another matter. Or been persuaded in your own lives and action to reduce, reuse, and recycle as you sustain the Earth. Through all of these things, she gives the best of her gifts and abilities to those with whom she collaborates or leads. She's persistent and focused in thinking about the future, in dreaming of ways to make our learning environments both in and out of the classroom more effective. Whether you meet her with her shirt sleeves rolled up at a Habitat build, or listen to her as she sings with Arete or the chapel choir, hear her laughter as she delights in conversations with students, you will discover her giving above and beyond to Cal Lutheran and striving to enhance each person's growth in character and service. Gandhi invited us all to be the change you want to see in the world. When you see this member of our community in action, you get a glimpse of the world where justice, compassion, collaboration, and peace hold sway over the human heart. It's my pleasure to announce the recipient of the 2010 Inspiration Award is Stina Odegaard. and now the 2010 Student Inspiration Award winner. This university takes great pride in being a part of the shaping and molding of this student's story. The experiences that have shaped her and been shaped by her are many. ASCLU student government, the Women's Chorale and University Choir, Conducting campus ministry, common ground, the religion department, nomad club, campus tours, presidential host, first year seminar, community service center, Habitat, Biloxi Boomerang, worship leader at Holy Trinity Church, Bible camp counselor, half marathon runner, and the list goes on and on. But as a non-marathon runner, I don't have the energy to go through all of the areas in which Katie Bodie has had an impact on this campus. I'd like to highlight one area of passion from Katie's time at CLU, and that was this past year she wanted to bring students together in small groups of encouragement, support, and faith development. Groups that intentionally met all semester long, read a book in common, a book that formed the core of their conversations together. And it's Katie's efforts and work to bring each small group leader together so that they would be equipped to care for all the participants in each of their groups. Asking Katie why she wanted to do this, her response, college is a moment when students get to have intentional and meaningful conversations about important matters. And sometimes these are best accomplished around a particular topic in the company of your peers who are willing to pray with and for one another. Doing this, like all the things she does, takes hours of hard work, and Katie has always done that hard work with ease and grace. Katie Bodie, I'm proud to announce you as the 2010 Inspiration Award recipient for students.
1: Beloved of God, who are called to be saints, grace and peace be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. God of hope, you call us home, from the exile of selfish oppression to the freedom of justice, the balm of healing, and the joy of sharing. Make us strong to join you in your holy work as friends of strangers and victims, companions of those whom others shun, and as the happiness of those whose hearts are broken, we make our prayer through Jesus Christ, who is our light. Amen. Amen. Please be seated.
2: We welcome you to California Lutheran University's Sancta Lucia Festival. To preserve the spirit of this day, we would like to request that no flash photography be taken during this service. There will be an opportunity for photographs following this presentation. Thank you. In nearly every country of the world in which there are Christian churches, December 13th is celebrated as a festival of Sancta Lucia. This saint was a young woman from Sicily who was martyred for her faith in the early fourth century AD. As her name means light, her festival became a celebration of light, particularly welcomed because, in the old Julian calendar, December 13th was the shortest and darkest day of the year.
3: In Sicily, her festival is celebrated with people rushing through the streets with thick bundles of burning straw. In Switzerland, Lucia delivers presents to little girls of the villages. In Denmark, on the eve of the festival, young women ask the saint to reveal to them the identity of their future husbands.
2: In medieval Norway, up to the 1800s, the night of December 13th was considered to be a dangerous night. On this Lucy night, trolls and Netherwood people emerged led by troll woman called Lucy. Lucy, She checked to see if everybody had done their Christmas preparations correctly and that no one worked on her night. If anyone had, she would tear down their chimney and demolish everything she, should get, she could get her hands upon. People, especially children, stayed indoors for fear that Lucy would kidnap them.
3: Originating in Sweden, A custom now observed throughout the countries of Scandinavia is to select a young woman to represent the saint. Dressed in a white robe and wearing a crown of green lingonberry leaves adorned with lightened candles, a crimson sash about her waist, she awakens the members of the household by singing an ancient hymn, Sancta Lucia, and leaves coffee, newly baked bread, and saffron buns at the bedside.
2: This colorful celebration began in the home and now has extended into schools, offices, factories, hotels, and cities in all of Scandinavia. The greatest public celebration is in Stockholm. Hundreds of women are nominated as candidates throughout Sweden, and most of the population casts ballots. In the evening of December 13th, the Lucy and her attendants, the Vergensar or star boys, ride brightly cherry- decorated carriages in a triumphal parade. Upon arriving at the city hall, they are ushered into a large glittering blue room where they are welcomed by the city officials. This elegant event is further distinguished in that the recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize in Li- Nobel Prize in literature, having been honored just three days before, has the pr- privilege of presenting the crown of Lucia.
3: Scandinavian Christmas traditions were brought to America by pioneers who established New Sweden on the Delaware River 366 years ago. They kept their churches, language, and customs many years before being adorned into the English-speaking society. While the introduction of Lucia celebrations celebrations came late, celebrations of this festival are held each year today in the United States and Canada.
2: The Festival of Santa Lucia was introduced to California Lutheran shortly after the founding of the school by Dean Rudy Edmonds and is one of the oldest traditions celebrated at Cal Lutheran.
3: Marking the beginning of the Christmas season, our festival commemorates Saint Lucia and how she pointed to the light which was to be born in Bethlehem and comes even today to shine in each one of our hearts.
2: It is our pleasure to introduce Santa Lucia and her court for 2010. Representing the freshman class are Molly Herlocker and Sean Jackson. Representing the sophomore class are Alexis Fawn and Hunter Horn.
3: Representing the junior class are Corinne Fox and Grant East. Representing the senior class are Kristen Luna and Daniel Pell.
2: Santa Lucia is escorted by Sam Nelson. And the Santa Lucia for year 2010 is Katie Bodie.
4: The legend of Sancta Lucia dates to the year 304 and evolved slowly through the ages, coming to us in several versions. Lucia was born of Roman parentage. While still very young, she converted to the Christian faith and secretly vowed to dedicate her life to God and to distribute her dowry to the poor. Unaware of this, her mother sought to marry her to a prominent and wealthy pagan. Lucia refused her suitor and was thus forced to reveal her vow. Enraged by the refusal, the suitor had Lucia brought to trial as a Christian. They attempted to burn her at the stake, but although the flames enveloped her, they did not kill her. At last, her fiancé drove his sword into her heart. Legend has it that just before she died, she was transfigured by such an intense light that the soldiers and her fiancé fell prostrate as if they had been struck by lightning. In Scandinavian countries, Lucia's feast day is celebrated on the 13th of December. In a land where winters are gloomy and long, this day of the old calendar marked the shortest day of the year and heralded the return of more hours of light. An early medieval story describes a terrible famine which brought great suffering to the province of Varmland, Sweden. The people were near death when, suddenly, there appeared a large white ship on Lake Värnern. At the bow was a maiden dressed in gleaming white, her head encircled by a crown of radiant beams. As the vessel touched the shore, there appeared large quantities of food and clothing. When asked what her name was, she replied simply, Lucia. When all were cared for, the ship disappeared as quickly as it came. This is the story of Santa Lucia as the legend has been passed down through the ages. In our celebration at California Lutheran University, May we always remember Santa Lucia as an ambassador of Christ's light to the world. How fitting that Sancta Lucia, the festival of light, should herald the Christmas season when we celebrate Jesus' birth, who came to bring light into the world. Sancta Lucia represents the virtues of Jesus' teachings in the seven Beatitudes, as written in the Gospel according to St. Matthew.
2: Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The Lucia of the past died because she was willing to stand up for her faith. As we light the candle of service, let us remember the strength that Sancta Lucia possessed and in her memory strive for a willing heart dedicated to service for our neighbor's sake.
4: Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. All of us have felt sorrow or pain in our lives and have received the gift of compassion from others. As we light the candle of sympathy, let us try in that all that we do to be sensitive to the needs of others and work to sustain those who are sick or in sorrow.
3: Blessed
2: are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. A person who is poor in spirit is full of humility. In this candle of thanksgiving, we are reminded to thank God for the many gifts bestowed upon us that we have received from God's bounty.
3: Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. A peacemaker works and advocates for reconciliation and peace between peoples and nations. As we light the candle of kindness, let us remember that true koinonia with others comes as people celebrate their openness in the body of Christ.
5: Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. True meekness involves patience, self-control, conviction, and above all, strength of character. As we light the candle of humility, let us remember that Jesus emptied himself taking the form of a servant.
3: Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The pure in heart are not given to cheating, lying, or any kind of deceit, but respond to the grace of God by a life of devotion. The candle of purity stands for the best of all Christian ideals, a sincerity of the heart.
5: Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Mercy is not simply sympathy and compassion. It is empathy, that capacity to put oneself in the place of others and feel their sorrow or pain. As we light this candle of mercy, let us pledge to follow its beacon through deeds of love and service. This isn't as scary as you would imagine. (laughs) I am, in fact, greatly honored and deeply humbled to be wearing this and to be in this role today. I was given two minutes to talk about myself, my Christian leadership on this campus, Santa Lucia, and how they all fit together, but I think Dr. Kimball covered some of that. Um, through many powerful experiences and leadership roles in outdoor ministry, church work and campus ministry, I've found community so influential to who I am and who I'm becoming. Although I would consider myself independent to a fault, um, few see myself, few see me for the introvert I believe myself to be. Through many of my leadership roles and many of the things I do, they are all centered around bringing and enhancing community because I believe it is so necessary to life. One of my favorite quotes is that community is the only way to prevent us from being blinded by our own arrogance or deceived by our own insecurities. I believe we bring reality to each other through community. And despite the challenges and struggles, like which roommate isn't doing her dishes, we are always supported and that's what we gain through those compromises. This strong faith in the idea of community is, I believe, the way in which we can learn to imitate Christ through loving each other through fault and bringing light and hope to each other's lives. This very much rings true in the legends of Santa Lucia as well. She was a saint originally called Santa Lucia from Sicily and she was honored and then martyred for her commitment to her Christian community. It is said that she carried bread and sweets through an underground network of tunnels to fellow Christians during Roman persecution. And in order to keep both hands free, she wore candles on her head to light the way. This crown was crafted over 80 years ago in the town of Vimmerby, Sweden. It was crafted by a blacksmith used in several festivals for Santa Lucia in Sweden and then in America. A girl by the name of my Britt Peterson lent it to us for our festival and eventually donated it to California Lutheran in order to become a permanent part of our celebration. And we thank God so much for her gift. In this season of Advent, as we wait for the light and hope of Christ to come, Santa Lucia is a symbol for the way that we bring light and hope to each other by living and serving together in community. This saint was always and is still today represented by a girl who lives, serves, and loves within her community. We would like to thank Professor Emeritus Fred Tonsing for providing the historical and scriptural references for this service. Uh, These robes that you see were made by the loving hands of Mrs. Lorraine Olson. We thank God for her gift. And finally, the Scandinavian American Cultural and Historical Foundation for co-sponsoring this celebration with us. We thank you all so much for your legacy for this university. May the light of Christ fill you with hope this day and always.
6: Good Yule. And toxamica to you, Katie, Lucia, for, and all of your court here for really lighting up our lives today. We're grateful for the way in which you obviously embody the spirit of Santa Lucia and keep the tradition going here at CLU. We're grateful as a part of the uh, Scandinavian American Cultural Historical Foundation to co-sponsor this event each year. As in so many ways, the CLU and the Foundation work together to promote and celebrate and preserve aspects of our Scandinavian culture and heritage, through the Scandinavian Center here on the campus and its museum and, and library, through the Scandinavian Festival each year, the Nordic Symposium and the Scandinavian Lecture Series, all of these things together with today, the Santa Lucia Festival, are cherished parts of how we can work together to maintain these traditions in our lives and and learn and grow and experience them as continuing inspirations for us. We're grateful uh, to you all for doing that today and we'll have a small gift for each of you in the court uh, here following the uh, service and uh, when you don't have to concentrate too much on the candle and uh, we can hand you the gift as you come back in for the photo op. Thank you again to all of you and to the university for maintaining this great tradition.
2: Please stand. Let us pray we give thanks to you, O Lord our God, for all your servants and witnesses of times past. For Abraham and Sarah, Moses and Miriam, Deborah and Gideon, Samuel and Hannah.
3: For Isaiah and the prophets, for Mary, mother of our Lord, for Mary Magdalene, Peter, Paul, and for all the apostles for Stephen and Phoebe, and for all the martyrs and the saints in every time and in every land, especially this day for St. Lucia. With all your saints in light, save us, restore us, and lead us in the way of grace and peace, that we may bear your light into the world. Amen.
6: God, our creator, fill you with the light of divine love. Jesus, our Emmanuel, bring your assurance he will come again. The Holy Spirit lead you until the dawning of the new day. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Be to God. We sing hymn number 313.